0: if hey it's friday friday morning december 4th good morning how you doing on this beautiful friday every friday is beautiful i don't care if it's raining i don't care if it's snowing or what it's it's beautiful and the weekend where i am in arkansas gonna be eh, so so tomorrow's gonna be nice i'm sitting here thinking about taking the boat out tomorrow you know they got the uh Fishing tournament going on in Alabama right now. The uh, what is it, Bassmaster Open? Watching Scott Scar- uh, Scott Martin video last night on YouTube. Roland Martin's son, in case you were wondering. But uh, yeah, these tournaments, man, they have uh, the <laughs> coronavirus really threw everything off this year. And I think it's kind of late in the year, isn't it, for these tournaments to be uh, going on? This is the last tournament of the season for this bunch but uh anyway watching him last night and yeah they started yesterday and uh he was saying yeah look here look look at the look at look at the weather it's 61 right now whenever he got there during that video and he says look the opening day 25 furlough 24 you know (laughs) like holy smoke man it's gonna be yes it's cold on that water and uh Okay, uh, maybe it's, uh, it's Alabama, Mississippi, Alabama. I, I forget where the uh, time change is in Alabama. Are they still on Central Time in Alabama? What time is it? Eh, we're not going to worry about it. But anyway, it's just after 9 a.m. local time here in Arkansas, and it's still early morning, and out there on that water. It, what uh, You know it's got to be chilly. Gotta be chilly, but those guys are pros. They're ready for it. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if you're a pro or not. Code is code. All right. Question of the day. Yesterday's question. Let's uh, close that out first. Yesterday's question was 27% of adults do this for extra holiday money. What is it? I knew no one would get this answer. I knew it. I knew it before we even did anything with it. I knew it. And here's why. Well, here's the answer. Okay. One more time. The question. Yesterday's question. 27% of adults do this for extra holiday money. What is it? The answer. Make a deal with their partner for not giving each other gifts. See, it's kind of misleading because that's not extra holiday money, that's saving money. But in today's world, everybody gets a trophy. <laughs> no, I don't know. All right, we got a, a new question coming up. The new question, question of the day, and remember if you got an answer for this, you can eat. Well, I'll go over that with you in a minute. But uh, the new question of the day for Friday, and you got all weekend to uh, submit your uh, answers. 23% of men don't know this about their wife-slash-female partner. What is it? Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) 23% of men don't know this about their wife-slash-female partner. What is it? It sounds like something you'd hear on, ah, what was that show? Bob Eubanks. Uh, I I got the dating game, but I know that's not it. But anyway, all right. If you have an answer you want to play, you want to, boys and girls, you want to play this game, (laughs) send me your answer. You can do that by uh, sending it to me at fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. Go to the uh, FreightBrokerTV.com website. We got forums all over the place. Studio line 479 You can call that number as well. And uh, submit your answer. Just leave it. Leave it on the voicemail. We'll hear it. We'll get to it. And uh, real good chance you may even hear yourself... On FBTV Radio. By the way, this is FBTV Radio. My name is Mike. We get together every morning, 9 a.m. We gather around the kitchen table. And we, we talk about everything that's wrong with the world. How to fix it. And then we go about our day. We also talk a lot about trucking, too. Trucking, transportation, and such. Man, there's all kinds of stuff going on. Rand McNally illegal truck parking in New York City New York City <laughs> and this one a trucking company recruiter accused of embezzling a hundred and twenty one thousand dollars holy smoke Christmas trees we're going to be talking about those today too did you see this uh, on the news <laughs> apparently there's a new poll there there's always a poll. Always a poll. There's a poll for polls. Americans want to see Dr. Fucci get the vaccine before they do. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame them. More than 40% of Americans say they would be more likely to get the vaccine if they saw the good doctor get inoculated first, prefer, prefer, preferring him to be the guinea pig as opposed to Me. Even Tom Hanks took part in this poll, and he agrees. This poll, this is a real poll, which conducted by Harris. Poll: 1,980 American adults, found 42% of them would rather see the good doctor get the vaccine first. Now, 39% say they'd be more comfortable with getting vaccinated if the CEO of the company behind the shot got it first. Kind of reminds me of uh, Emily Brockovich, you know, when she's sitting down there, whatever, and the attorneys from the power plant or whatever that company was out there in California that they were going after that polluted the water. Put that water down there in front of them. Yeah, that's water straight from a well out there by your company. They would not touch it with a 10-foot pole. Remember that? Let's see what else down here. Uh, I'm gonna be talking about that in a minute, but uh, something. I uh, thought I saw something down there. Be uh, well. Anyway, I just think it's hilarious. Where was that? I saw something else. <laughs> Ah, President Obama, I promise you that when it's been made for people who are less at risk, I will be taking it. I may end up taking it on TV or have it filmed. Just so that people know that I trust this science. Yeah, but we don't trust you. (laughs) Yeah, we got the three good presidents. Who was it? Uh, Where where, where did my information go? Yeah, I tell you, man, I, I... two or three hours a day we're working on putting all this stuff together. So we have information. We know what's going on. <laughs> we may not be right, <laughs> but we we know where to go. Okay, former President Obama, Clinton, Bush, they all say that they will take the COVID-19 vaccine on camera just to show how safe it is. <laughs> okay. Okay, they did it on camera. You know, they they do magic on camera. How do we know what they're putting in that syringe is the real deal? Huh? How do we know it's just not a normal flu shot you're getting, but the rest of us are getting dosed? I see soiling green all over this. (laughs) Look it up. It's a movie from the 70s. Oh, my goodness. FBTV Radio, we're broadcasting 24-7, matter of fact, uh, every morning, 9 a.m. You can hear us on FBTV Radio for the kitchen table. I'm saying that because people are listening, tuning in, because uh, the daily broadcast is uh, rebroadcast several times throughout the day. So if you're hearing the rebroadcast, you know you can tune in for the original broadcast, 9 a.m. every Weekday morning, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. in that Central Time. FBTV Freight Broker TV. Also, we are broadcasting 24/7 on our FBTV station. You can watch that at our website on Freight Broker TV. We do live videos, live streaming. We do it on YouTube. We have videos on YouTube. We uh, uh, do it on the FBTV Insider as well. Matter of fact, we did a 30-minute. Insider-only video yesterday. Now, what is Insider? FBTV Insider. Well, we got Freight Broker TV. And then our uh, cousin, our sister, our brother, whatever you want to call it. FBTV Insider. FBTVInsider.com. That's where we put all of the content. Everything. Everything you hear on the radio. Everything you hear in a podcast. Everything from... The videos we post. It all. Is in a nice. Location. One location. One location does it all. Now. You want access to all that. Well you you can have it. It's free. Access is free. All you have to do is go to the FBTVInsider.com and register. And you will have access to all of our free public content. Right there. One nice organized space you don't have to run all over the internet looking it's right there but if you want access to all of our insider content like the 30 minute video yesterday and yesterday we were talking about section seven that was the uh, main thing on the Bill of laden but uh, if you want content access to the insider only content well you got to pay for that just a few pennies a penny or two a day $2.99 a month $24.95 a year you have access to all of the content, public and insider-only content. You can check it out fb 2 and if you forget that, well, freightbrokertv.com. All right, what else is going on in the world? Anything? Gonna be talking about Christmas trees today, and another topic that that, and we will probably talk about this several times over the next over the course, but uh, detention. Detention time. We're going to be discussing that. And when I say detention, I'm talking about for a truck. You know, a truck goes in, pick up a load. You know, if you're not familiar with uh, trucking and transportation, you may not realize this, but a truck backs up to the dock. Holy smoke, man. They may be sitting there for hours before they ever get loaded. And the problem, the issue, is that drivers, they are under federal rules and regs about how many hours a day they can work. And as they're sitting there, the clock is working against them. So we're going to be talking about that quite a bit. Detention time, detention pay, things of that nature. All right, this is The Kitchen Table. We do it every morning, 9 a.m. Central Time, here on FBTV Radio. You can hear rebroadcast of it all day long here on FBTV Radio. And you can even subscribe to our podcast found on your favorite podcasting app. That The name of our podcast is uh, Freight Broker TV Podcast. <laughs> okay, simple enough. But you can uh, subscribe and listen to it on demand. All right, we are, uh, it's time for a break. We're going to take a two-minute break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about illegal parking in New York City. Don't go anywhere. Oh, yes, I saw that. Hey, we're back. You are at the kitchen table every morning at 9 a.m. Central Time here on the uh, FBTV Radio. We get together for an hour. Talk about things happening in the world, how to fix it. Talk about things in transportation. Basically, just uh, talk about how to fix the world. Then we go on about our day. Big news today. Georgia Governor Kemp claims GOP Secretary of State is yet to order a signature audit. Apparently, there's problems out there. Problems, uh, well, not problems, but well, there are problems. There's a video that surfaced, and uh, apparently, out in Georgia, let's see, I'm going through this. Let's see, Uh Uh, surveillance video showed up. They showed poll watchers, people that were watching the polls, you know, as they were counting the uh, ballots, being let out of the room at State Farm Arena, uh, the state's largest vote counting center, after being told that the vote count was complete for the night. Once they left, Rutro, and this is on video, A woman can be seen pulling out suitcases from underneath the table that uh, allegedly contained ballots. The votes were allegedly counted for hours with no election supervisors present. And you can see the video. It's online. This is Fulton County we're talking about. This could be a smoking gun. I mean, they're saying to the legend, but they got video. I've seen the video. You can see it. You can see it happening, right? I mean, it's, it's, you can see it. Uh, well, you know, I'm just sitting here going, does not anyone have a clue anymore that everything's on video? We are living 1984. <laughs> Some people are using it for the playbook. That's pretty interesting. And if that's happening there, that's a very organized effort. Could that organized effort have been uh, going on uh, in other parts of the country? I don't know. This is this this is going to be weird. This is going to be wild. This is going to be interesting to watch how this plays out. You know, Trump. He said. You know, he said a lot of stuff before, and people call him a liar and this and that, blah blah blah, whatever. He's well, you know not going to get into that but uh a lot of things he predicts <laughs> and he says is going to happen happens and he's been talking about a lot about this election but uh how, well we'll just have to wait and see how this plays out but anyway yeah while we're on the subject of politics we always love to talk about politics at the kitchen table don't we Maxine Waters She heads the House Financial Services Committee, U.S. Representative in Congress, California Democrat, California, you know, Nancy Pelosi, California. (laughs) But Maxine, according to uh, FEC records, paid her daughter $240,000 over the 2019 2020 election cycle. Wow, to be family. Yeah. I don't know. You know, some of these politicians, they just go off the deep end, they say stuff they know is just so stupid. I mean, if they you know, they, they probably sit back at night, they go home, they turn on the TV, watch the news, and watch the interviews that they gave, and just laugh. <laughs> Yes, do you plan on doing this for the country? Well, I had a guinea pig when I was young. You know, what's the use? (laughs) You know what I mean? But anyway, alright. Hey, today is... Today is always something. But today is Santa's List Day. Really? (laughs) Santa's List Day. Remember to be good because he's checking it twice. And it's National Cookie Day. We talked about this the other day. You know these days we come up with? These are real days that somebody has initiated. They they may not be federal holidays or listed on a calendar somewhere. It may be days that uh, organizations or companies made up on their own, but these are actual celebrated days. National Cookie Day. There's more going on inside your cookie jar than meets your taste buds. In fact, psychologists have discovered that the way your cookie crumbles reveals the flavor of your personality. That's according to uh, family therapist Jim Franklin. Now, we have a list of cookies here with an explanation of if you like that cookie, well, this is part of your personality. Chocolate chip will start there. Well, you're as American as apple pie and you're raising your kids with the traditional values that you treasure. Your low-key approach to life makes you a favorite with family and friends because you bring a steady and influence to the most chaotic situations. Kind of boring. <laughs> okay, Ginger Snap. Ginger Snaps, you're bold, brave, and in search of excitement. Life is never dull when you're around and Both kids and adults are attracted by your zest for life. You never shy away from new adventures. Leading a happy brand of friends and family who will gladly follow you anywhere. So, you see what we're doing. You see how this is going. Your your favorite cookie, and that uh, reflects your personality. Kind of like horoscopes. Your astrological sign, and hey, this is the way you are. Well, this is kind of the same thing, only with the cookies you like. Graham Crackers you're soft hearted and kind with a taste for nostalgia you have many fond memories of your childhood and your closest is probably stuffed with keep oh closest your closet your closet is probably stuffed with keepsakes from years gone by but you don't dwell on the past because you're too busy making memories today eh Vanilla wafers. My, my wife bought them. There's some in the kitchen right now. Vanilla wafers. She buys them for the banana pudding. But anyway, you have uncanny uh, intuitive powers that give you the unique ability to size up a situation or a person with breathtaking accuracy, loved ones caught up in complex problems, often turn to you for advice because they know you'll steer them in the right direction. Boy, that's kind of boring, huh? Sandwich cookies. Ah, who doesn't like a good sandwich cookie? Oreos are a sandwich cookie. But anyway, whether you eat the cream filling first or dunk them in milk, your choice says you're a creative person with a vivid imagination, a born storyteller. You're often the center of attention at parties, regaling your pals with funny, sometimes outrageous, tales. Fig Newton. Named after a town in Massachusetts, maybe? Quiet, reserved, and mature, your keen mind makes you a force to be reckoned with. You always have your ducks in a row, and your organizational skills assure your home and job are both running smoothly. Just don't forget, spontaneity is a good thing, too. <laughs> I don't know, folks. Yeah, we got three more here. Okay, well, we'll go on. We'll finish them up anyway. Sugar cookies, you're a nonconformist who believes that variety is the spice of life. Your avid interest and a multitude of subjects teamed up with your anti-establishment sensibility makes you a challenging companion. You may not always take the safe path, but there's no doubt that life with you is never dull. Oatmeal cookies. As homespun and down-to-earth as a comfy pair of slippers, you're a genius at making others feel loved. Your family and friends blossom under the warmth of your generous spirit, while your practical approach to problems helps you find the best route to a solution that satisfies everyone involved. (laughs) And finally... Shortbread cookies, okay, Shortbread, your favorite, shortbread is your cup of tea. Well, you present a placid face to the world, but beneath the calm for God beats the heart of a passionate romantic. In fact, those closest to you would be, had to go back and make sure it wasn't closet again. In fact, those closest to you would be amazed by your colorful fantasy life. Once you found the right partner, you're able to give this untapped side free reign with totally satisfying results. Did we miss any? So what what kind of cookie are you? What happens if you like a lot of them? You know, I'm a chocolate chip, graham crackers, sandwich cookies, I like Fig Newtons, I like sugar cookies, I like oatmeal, I like them all. Ginger snaps are one of those cookies you got to be in the mood for, but all in all, I like them all. All right, real good uh New York City New York City they're cracking down on illegal truck parking man I remember when I used to drive trucks I'd you know had those deliveries in New York City trying to get in there middle of the night I remember whatever interstate it was it's been so long ago I don't remember the road but oh for miles trucks were parked on the shoulder Parked on the shoulder napping sleeping. You know, getting got their alarms set, wake up, head into the uh, head onto the island before uh, the heavy duty traffic sets in. I know one of my times I went out on the island. I was I don't know what road it was. I mean, somebody, if one of you. Uh, I I know we got listeners tune in from uh, New York. At least uh, they, they tune in via the podcast. You'll know what road I'm talking about. Uh, I want to say it was over by the Bronx somewhere, but I, it was an interstate type road, whatever it is, freeway, whatever, thoroughway, parkway, whatever. But anyway, and it had a cover on it, you know, uh, sort of. Awning would be more the right word. And, uh, man, it was about 2 3 o'clock in the morning. I was going down through there and and holy cow, I saw a sign It said, like, you know, low clearance head, twelve six. I thought, what? <laughs> Freaked me out. Took the first exit I could find. Got down there at the bottom of the exit. I was, hey, man, I was in downtown somewhere. I don't know. But the roads were narrow. Uh, and I was parked there. I did not know which way to go. Uh, I mean, man. You know, the nerves were starting to kick in. And I looked up there on the interstate, I just exited, and trucks were just flying by, like, no big deal. No biggie. And I got on that CB. Hey, what's the deal, guys? It's a, It says low clearance ahead. And they, they came back, yeah, that's, that's in the hammer lane. You know, the uh, awning is low there. You stay out here and you're good to go. I thought, well, all right. But anyway, New York Police Department recently responded to a public complaint... Targeting truckers illegally parked near a park. <laughs> eh, you know how it is. <laughs> uh, last week, the NYPD partnered with New York City Councilman Paul Vallon to ticket truck drivers parked park on Whitestone Expressway near Harvey Park. Authorities say that the parking crackdown was a response to complaints filed from the public. Yeah, the public wants their toilet paper, but by golly, they don't want to be inconvenienced because uh, of a truck that's delivering that toilet paper parked in their neighborhood. But anyway, Valen also said that the park trucks are a threat to safety and the public enjoyment of the park. Commercial trucks constantly lined up along the perimeter of the park decrease visibility and pose a risk to pedestrians seeking safe access to this popular space. I thank Commanding Officer John O'Connell and the 109th precinct for their attention to this issue and look forward to our continued partnership. All in all, it looks like 15 truck drivers were uh, given tickets. Not the first time that the problem of finding legal truck parking in New York City has been highlighted this year. In March, NYPD sixty six precinct was called out on social media for an operation to tow illegally parked tractor trailers during the early days of the coronavirus pandemic, when the supply chain was tested by shoppers who were buying panic buying toilet paper. You, you remember that. We want it, but you don't we, we don't want to we we don't want to be inconvenienced by you parking here. Come on. Welcome to the United States, huh? Hey, all in all, we're we're still a great country. All right, we're about halfway through. Halfway through today's kitchen table. We're going to be back in two minutes. Don't go anywhere. Yeah, you got big plans for the weekend? Yeah? Yeah, my son's coming in this weekend. Couldn't get enough of turkey and dressing, so he's coming back. But there is no more. (laughs) Tell you one thing, that kid drank us... Out of house and home of Soda Pop last week. Drank all my Coca Cola ad stash. Started in on his mom's Dr. Pepper. Well, I got surprised for him. There is no Coca Cola this week. And if he finishes off his mom's Dr. Pepper, well, <laughs> there is no wrath. Like a mother scorned by a son drinking all her Dr. Pepper, you know what I mean. Hell hath no fury. (laughs) But anyway, hey, top of the morning to you. Halfway through uh, this Friday edition here at the kitchen table, tell your friends about us. We're trying to grow. We tell your friends. Tune in. Subscribe. Subscribe. Leave. uh, You know. Subscribe to our podcast. Help us grow. Uh, every morning, 9 a.m. Central Time, we'll get together for an hour. And you should know this by now. We we kick the bucket around, talk about everything. We, we fix the world. Then we go on about our way. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Freight TV. Our YouTube channel, uh, Freight Broker TV. You'll find us FBTV. They're on YouTube. We got videos up and things like that. Subscribe to our channel. That can help us out. Matter of fact, we've talked about this and people are still talking about it. You know, YouTube made a decision here last week to put commercials on everybody's video, even if you're not part of their ad revenue sharing partnership program. Well, they're gonna commercialize your content anyway put videos on it you don't have any say so in the matter they're just not going to pay you so help us grow watch your videos spread the word help us grow subscribe find us on your favorite podcast app Freight Broker TV subscribe follow give us a 5 star rating give us a 5 star help us get the word out there help us grow Okay, let's talk detention time. We started uh, teasing about that earlier. This has been an issue for trucking. You know, even when I was driving, it was a, a problem. But back when I was driving, we had paper logs. And if we got detained somewhere, well, we could just take that time and kind of manipulate it into part of a our 10-hour break or 8-hour break, whatever the case may be, you know, whatever rule you were operating on. There was a 10-8 rule. Okay, a long time ago, before the current rules, but anyway. Detention time is an issue. Now, here's the situation when a trucking company when a trekking company actually goes into one of their customers direct. And uh, the trucking company and the customer, their customer, they're, they're going to hammer out a contract. They're going to sit across from a table and start. Hammering out the details of the contract, how much the rate's going to be, what their fuel surcharges are going to be, what kind of accessorial pay they'll be, like extra stops. And then they will discuss detention time, and that will be put in there too. Usually it's detention time begins after the first two hours. So a trucking company shows up, they back into the dock. Two hours later, not loaded, detention time kicks in. Okay. And it's, uh, it's just the way it is. But the problem with detention time... ...often happens at the receiver... ...if the receiver is not the customer. Matter of fact, yesterday during the video on the Insider... ...we talked about consonant Constantine, ...explained all that stuff. But anyway... ...so, the truck gets to the receiver... ...which is not the customer, it's the receiver... Let's say in this case the customer is the shipper. But anyway, they get to the receiver, they back up to the door, or they get there and they got to sit because they won't put them in a dock and the truck's sitting and sitting and sitting and sitting. Well, the truck's losing time, time they can't get back. A driver has 14 hours. From the time he starts his day, he has 14 hours to drive 11 the clock's ticking. So if the driver starts their day at 6 a.m. in the morning, they got till 8 p.m. that night to get their 11 hours in. All right. So while that truck is sitting, waiting to hit the dock, the time is working against them. So this is where the detention debacle comes into play. Now, a shipper has no control over their receiver, though. They can threaten them, and they will. And usually that will work, and I'll get to that in a moment. But this is a problem. This is a real problem, especially with the way the uh, hours of service rules are set up now and the ELD. Which is one reason why I, uh, it'd be hard for me to get back on a truck, period. The ELD, ELDs, when they started that stuff, it ran off a lot of experienced drivers. And you, you can look around the internet now and you're gonna see, you know, driver shortage, driver shortage. And there's always been a driver shortage, but it's exasperated because of the ELD. But the drivers that stayed that I've talked to, that work with the ELD, they don't have a problem with it. But in the back of my head, I'm sitting here going, you don't have a problem with it? Why were you a... You know, truck stop driver? You know, truck stop... Well, what I mean by that? You know, every truck stop, they have to stop, hang out a little bit. But anyway, neither here nor that. You had runners in my day and people that were logbook drivers. Runners, they didn't care. They get out there and they hustle the miles. The logbookers, uh, eh, you know, by the letter of the law. They got dispatched, but the runners got the miles, you know, bottom line. And to be honest with you, I was out there to make money. I was not out there to uh, joyride. You know, my, my, the way I, my, my uh, makeup is, as soon as I uh, started that truck to back out the driveway to go to work, I was on my way home. Any way I could figure out how to cut off a second or two here and there, I'd do it because that meant I was getting home a second or two sooner. But that has nothing to do with detention time. Let's get back to detention time. So this is a real issue. The thing is, too, a broker has no control over detention time. Very little. Minimal control, anyway. Now, what do you do if you're a driver? You get to a spot. Maybe it's a broker load. Now, now, it doesn't matter if you're a driver, if it's a broker load, or if it's a load from one of your own customers. What do you do? What do you do? Well, here's something you don't do. You don't run inside screaming and yelling at the people there are to unload you. That's, that's just not going to motivate them to do anything. The best thing to do is call your dispatcher. Call your dispatcher. Hey, Mr. Dispatcher, I'm sitting here. I've been here for an hour and a half, two hours, whatever. They have not put me in the door yet. Can you help me out? Or you call your broker. Hey, Mr. Broker, I've been sitting here for an hour and a half, two hours, whatever. They haven't put me in the door yet. Anything you can do to help me out? What will probably happen is the dispatcher and the broker, uh, this should happen anyway, they will call the customer. And the customer is going to be on your side. They don't want you sitting there either. Now, I've done this 101 times back when I was brokering full-time. Hey, the truck's at the door. Mr. Customer, you know, we got to get that truck, you know, we, we got to get them unloaded. You know, they're talking about detention time. Okay, shippers are familiar with that term, detention time. And they don't, they, they understand a truck. They do. They really, most of them do anyway. Let's put it that way. I have had customers call their customers and say, hey, look, you got to get that truck unloaded. It's been there for X amount of time. If there's any detention time to pay we're adding it to your bill and you'd be surprised how fast a truck will hit the door. (laughs) Keep that in mind. Kind of put that in your back pocket and use it. The thing, don't do. I was at a Costco up in New York one time and, oh, I just came unglued because they would not unload me. And I finally hit the door, man. There's a guy in there, you know, with a clipboard, finally. And boy, I was hot. And I just went off on that guy. And he just looked at me like I was an idiot. And it dawned on me, I'm talking to a supervisor. (laughs) I said, you're a supervisor here, aren't you? He smiled, shook his head. said, I'm going to be here all day now, aren't I? He smiled and shook his (laughs) head okay. That's just the way it was. You know, I I earned that time. (laughs) You know, got to control yourself. All right. Okay, that's detention time. Thing is, uh, you know, if you're a driver working with a broker, understand the broker is not is under no contractual obligation at all to pay a truck any detention time. We can't. We have no control over it. Or they can't. I say we because I was a broker. I was also an owner-operator and a driver as well, so I understand both sides. When a broker does uh, load with a shipper, there is no... Detention time discussed. It's a transactional contract, you know. Uh, very, very rare will you ever find a broker that has actually done some type of a contract with a shipper, a customer. It just doesn't work that way. It's a load-by-load basis. Even uh, even accessorial pay like... Uh, well, tarping, if you're a flat, flatbed truck, you know, flat flatbeds, you, you, you may not understand this, but uh, usually the shipper's not paying tarp pay. If you're getting tarp pay from a broker, they're subtracting that from the total amount for the load and giving that to you out of the goodness of their heart. Because generally what the customer's saying, yeah, that's built, that's included. That's included with the rate we're paying. Yeah, anytime I've asked a a flatbed shipper, hey, what about tarp pay? Oh, it's included. It's included. All right. same thing. Well, extra stop pay is usually additional. Uh, Normally, a customary fee for an extra stop to a truck is $50 or, or, you know, for a Lotus, $50 per stop. But that's not in stone either. Shippers will pay what they want to pay. Now, if you got a multi-stop load, like a produce load, yeah, you're not going to be getting $50 per stop. They may be paying $10, $15 per stop or something like that, but there should be something anyway. And the broker's going to take a little bit of money off the top. That's what a broker does, you know. Uh, pretty much the uh, extra stop, you know, if I was getting $50, i would pay their truck 25 you know, whatever. You know, they, they deserve to get something. Same thing with truck order not used. We'll talk about that another day, too. You might even use that as an insider video. Yeah, we'll get to that next week as an insider video. All right, what do we got? Birthdays. What's happening today in history? What has happened today in history? And oh, we got to get to this recruit. We got a lot of stuff to talk about here. And uh, we are running out of time. All right, so we're, we're going to split this up. We got a question of the day. Where'd it go? Where'd my question of the day go? It was here a minute ago. There it is. Today's question: Twenty-three percent of men don't know this about their wife or lady friend partner. What is it? What is it? Twenty-three percent of men don't know this about their wife or female partner. All right, birthdays today. Let's fit this in. We'll go to a break. Come back, and we're going to talk about the uh, about Christmas trees and uh, an ex-recruiter embezzling over a hundred thousand dollars from trucking companies. Go figure. Hey, if it's your birthday, happy birthday to you. If you're someone you know is having a birthday and uh, you want to say happy birthday to you or them on the air, yeah, let me know. Email me. FBTV at FreightBrokerTV.com You can phone it in 479-668-0213 Go to FreightBrokerTV.com Fill out a form. Be happy to share it with the world. world. And I do mean world. Uh, people listen to us from all around the world. Worldwide. But anyway, if it's your birthday, happy birthday to you. You're in pretty good company. On this day back in 1849, Crazy Horse was born. George Hormel. Yeah, the meat guy, meat packing guy. He was born on this day back in 1860. Gregory Papa Boynton, remember remember that show Robert Conrad was in Baba Black Sheep, back eighties uh, I think. Anyway, he was born on the state back in 1912. Wink Martindale, boy, that's the perfect game show host name, don't you think? Wink, Wink Martindale. He was born in the state back in 1933. Victor French, remember him from Highway to Heaven? He was Mark. Michael Landon sidekick. Michael was the angel, Mark was his transportation. He was born in this state back in 1934, Max Bear, Jethro Bodine. Granny. <laughs> he was born in this state back in 1937, Dennis Wilson of the Beach Boys, 1944. He, he we lost him back in 83. He uh he was the surfer dude, he was the Babe Magnet of the uh, Beach Boys. He, uh, he was also involved with the Mansons, not deep deep, but he has some. He did some stuff with uh, Charlie, Jeff Bridges, the Big Lebowski. He's having a birthday today. Born this day back in 1949, and Marissa Tormey. Known for a lot of stuff, but the movie I remember her from the most is My Cousin Vinny and the TV show Seinfeld, her and George. Can you imagine George (laughs) with the Marissa Torme? Yeah, they had an episode on that. You remember that? But anyway, she's having a birthday today. She was born on this day back in 1964. All right, I'm behind schedule. We'll be back in a minute. We're going to be talking about Christmas trees and... We'll finish up talking about the broker, not the broker, shame on me, the driver recruiter that embezzled over $100,000. Don't go anywhere, this is The Kitchen Table. Yeah, are you in the, the Christmas spirit? I'm getting it, It's just building. Hey, hey, we're back. Looking back, we are, or you're at The Kitchen Table, so are we. You joined us. Uh, We get together every weekday morning, 9 a.m. Central Time here on FBTV Radio. You can hear the rebroadcast of of that day's kitchen table throughout the day on uh, FBTV Radio, as well as have access to the on-demand version via your favorite podcast app. Just uh, do a search for Freight Broker TV. You'll find it. All right. Christmas trees. Let's talk about Christmas trees being in the... uh, Holly Jolly Mood. It's that time of year. And uh, apparently this is a banner year for Christmas trees. Matter of fact, there's a Christmas tree farm uh, just north of me, an hour away. Pea Ridge, Arkansas. They're shutting down after six days. They just opened and they're having to shut down because the run on Christmas trees, real Christmas trees, has been so huge. They're saying that, uh, hey, if we don't shut down... Because as a true Christmas tree farm, you go in and cut your own. That that if they're saying if they don't shut down, there's won't have any trees next year. It'll take them a while to recoup. But anyway, anyway, pandemic is leaving its mark on re- the uh, real Christmas tree market with an apparent uptick in sales. Shipping costs are on the rise. Freight capacity remains tight. Rates soar. Christmas tree farms. Just so you know, they will always pay a premium rate to trucks during season because their season is limited. I mean, they just got literally hours. Okay, you know, weeks and months, but really hours. If they don't get the orders filled, get them transported, get them out the door, you know, it's going to be a year before they have a chance to make that money. People do not buy Christmas trees. December 26th. Not like fireworks. I never understood that about fireworks. But anyway, Oregon, North Carolina are the top Christmas tree producing states. How do you get into a Christmas tree farm so you can start working with a Christmas tree farm? You know, start handling their freight. Usually you want to start that around July or August. Matter of fact, probably not a good idea to start maybe first of the year. Start making contacts for the next year. But, uh, The Pacific Northwest as a whole forecast to sell around 4.5 million trees. But it looks like uh, they're going to do a million over that. Huge this year. Huge. 2020 prices. Drivers hauling trees to California. Charging around $200 more per load than last year. $500 more if you're going to Texas. Anyway, yeah, Christmas trees. We'll be talking more about, about that. That's going to be coming up next week as well, in one of our insider videos. Again, fbtvinsider.com if you want to check that out. Okay, an ex-trucking recruiter, driver recruiter, embezzled one hundred and twenty-one thousand dollars from two different trucking companies. The federal grand jury has indicted a former driver recruiter to. Uh, Of two Missouri trucking companies, five counts of wire fraud, the indictment filed in U.S. District Court in St. Louis claims that Michelle Sirth-Stein, she's 50 years old, of Smithton, Illinois, submitted fake recruiting expenses for reimbursement between uh, October 17 and January 2019. While working as a driver recruiter for Midwest Systems, the Intermodal Logistics Company headquartered in St. Louis has 61 power units, 46 drivers. She was fired in January 2019 and uh, was hired by another St. Louis carrier, AA Express, hired there to be a recruiter and to oversee driver safety. From March of 19 to August of 19, Federal investigators claim that uh, she diverted funds from her employer, AA Express, into her personal account before her employment ended. $121,000 between the two companies. Wow. She hasn't entered a plea, but she's going to do so shortly. According to the U.S. Attorney's Office, she's looking at 20 years in prison. And a $250 fine, and I'm sure restitution of $121,000. Driver recruiters, they do the darndest things, don't they? (laughs) All right, today in history, we got time for that. What's been going on in history today? Where did it go? You know, I get this stuff, I have it right here in front of me, I set it down, and there it is. All right. You have to understand, it's like a page, a loose-leaf book. You know, it's just pages and pages and pages of information that we gather. We gather so we can talk about it at the kitchen table. You know, we come prepared, folks. (laughs) Okay, today in history, today's December 4th, what? 20 days to go, 21 days to go. Back in 1816, James Monroe of Virginia is elected the fifth U.S. president. 1945, the Senate approved U.S. participation in the United Nations. And how is that working out for us? 1979, President Carter announces his candidacy for re-election. His brother Billy is standing right next to him with a can of Billy Beer. (laughs) Remember that? In 1982, New York City, New York City, yeah, they set a December high temperature of 72 Uh, today's New York City forecast high is 51. Pan Am, Pan American World Airways, went out of business in 1991 on this day. And back in 1996, Tiny Tim, Tiny tiptoed through the tulips, Tim. He got married on the Johnny Carson show. Remember that? Anyway, he was buried in Minneapolis on this day. All right, anything else? It's the weekend. What do you got plans? What are you doing this weekend? Like I said, my son's coming in. I don't know. I'll kick around, do something. There's always something to do. I may take the boat out tomorrow. I may go fishing. If I do, I'll I'll take the video camera with me. It's right up on a YouTube video or something. Alright, very good. Follow us on Twitter, follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to our podcast. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a five-star rating. All that fun stuff make us grow help us grow anyway hey go have a good friday tgif we'll talk monday morning 9 a.m here at the kitchen table but go have a good friday have a good weekend unless you've made other plans see you soon